Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode number 52, that marks the year for those of you at home. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast of the day, it's just going in like we came out in the beginning. Just Casey Cool Yo. and me, Shelby Stokes. Welcome. Dynamic duo. <laughs> We did this it. This is it. So we did it, man. We made it a year. I know. Did you? Okay. In all honesty, my feelings uh-huh. won't be hurt. Did you think we'd make it a year? Um, I don't know that I thought we, I didn't think about it, to be honest with you. I know that when we started recording, it was like, whoa, this is new and cool and interesting. And every time I wanted to be like, I don't know if I can do it tonight. I was like, you know what? It's good for me. And I appreciated it after the fact. So I've enjoyed the process more than the bench. I've enjoyed getting to hide in my room to talk to my friends about video games once a week, personally too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I had, we set like really, I had like little goals set and we've gone above those goals this year. This thing exceeded my expectations, which is nice. So I don't know how high to raise the expectations for the next year, or if I just kind of keep my nose and keep grinding. Cause now we have less, we had a lot of like little to do things, you know, along the way that are now set. Mm-hmm. So it's been really cool, and I appreciate everybody that's been listening and coming on. We've had we we talked to a lot of interesting people this year. Too. Yeah, yeah, we did, and it's just kind of neat to see, you know, what's happening here, where we're at, what we're doing, what our focuses are. Um, you know, when we started this, it was like mm-hmm. here's a backlog of games, and it's become so so much more, and um, it's just exciting to be a part of the journey. Yeah, it was also hey, we're going on lockdown for two weeks. That was the beginning <laughs> of it, and then it turned into you know. The craziest year ever, yeah. 2020. Yeah, no joke. So we can always say that we started it at the beginning of the apocalypse. We did. We did. This is a, it's, it's our audio documentation of what's going on as the world yeah. went crazy. Why we hid and played video games. You know, kind of circling back on what you said, you know, for those of you out there supporting us and watching us and plugging into our Discord and our podcast on a weekly basis, thanks. It's, uh, it's kind of cool yeah. that... That we're able to just talk games and hopefully you feel like you're part of the community. And um, I know that we're just honored that you choose to listen to us each week. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you for giving us an hour of your time. That's right. To hear us rant. Sometimes more. And we totally Sometimes appreciate Sometimes a little more. <laughs> a little yes, more. yes, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of your time, what have you been wasting your time? I mean, enjoying your time with in Video Game enjoying Land. Enjoying your time. So, uh, as of this recording, we are, I am finally starting to crank out some reviews. Hey. Um, I know we kind of talked about that months ago, but I'm about to post my first review, which is AC Valhalla. And I know that I talked about this quite a bit, quite a few episodes ago, and I've kind of wrestled with what my review is going to look like. Okay. Um, There's definitely shortcomings to this game, and I can acknowledge them, but that doesn't mean I don't like this game any less, I think is one of Sure, sure. Yeah. I I think that happens. Yeah. So how many hearts are you giving it? How many hearts? Because we decided to do a heart system to equate things. We like that better. Right. Yeah. You know, I kind of bounce back and forth. I absolutely unapologetically enjoyed this game all the way through. And I'm thinking that it's going to land yeah. about a four and a half. You know, that That's would solid. give it a 90%, you know, if you're, you're breaking it down to percentages. Um, I think this game has a lot going for it. I've gushed about it over and over. I guess my hesitancy in posting a review is that I know there's technical issues. I know that some people are going to be gated in terms of enjoying the experience. But I can acknowledge that and still be like, you know what? Looking back at that game, I enjoyed the heck out of it. And it's a good bang for the buck in terms of price to dollar or um, price to time 
comparison too. For a triple A, you got sixty dollars worth, which is always nice. Like when you're putting that investment, it's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of toys for your kids. Like I, I made that comment to my friends and my friends have always that don't have kids, like, oh you could be buying toys for your kids. When you guys have children, you'll understand the joy you get for when your kid gets an action figure and you watch him play with it for the next three years. <laughs> or just you know, do like, like I do and steer, steer them towards Legos that you like. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was my advice to you, remember? That was me. Like, hey, dude, this is this is the route, you know? Um, that's cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I know the technical issues do suck, mm-hmm. but it it that aside shouldn't hurt the game experience that's awesome yeah and you know i played it at launch and i ran into a lot of technical issues then i can i feel like i'm releasing a view long after playing it so i don't know how many of those technical issues still hold water i can't imagine they do Mm -hmm. because you know we're in the patch society where they're going to go out and try to fix those those um game crashing bugs but i know there's people within our community that had a horrible time with this game yeah and um you know i i totally understand that but i at the end of the day, I really enjoyed it unapologetically. So that's what my review is going to reflect. Well, and um, yeah, I'm good. excited. And to it's that. about your experience. Right. You know, it's not about others' experience. It's like you, you can hear it and you can affect that. Like, I, I think that's been the heart that for writing reviews, like, we've, I think we both are battling that right now. And I think we both come to the conclusion, like, it's about my feeling towards the game, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, I think sure. that's great that you enjoyed it and you got your money's worth. I think the thing our listeners need to know too, like uh, a four can be a buy it. It can also be a try it depending if it's on Game Pass or how you want it. So that the buy it, try it, skip it will still happen mm-hmm. um, because sometimes we might play a three that could be a try it or it could be a skip it if you can't try it. Yeah. Um, and part so, of our equation is kind of working in that price point too, right? So when I look mm-hmm. at a game like AC or Assassin's Creed, you know, that game has already dropped down to 40 bucks. You can get in there oh, like $40, you know what I mean? Which is not uncommon for an Assassin's Creed game. like Or Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubi in general, right? I mean, so those prices drop pretty significantly. So that, that factors in as well. Like, man, 40 hours and you're going to get over 80 hours of gameplay, if not more if you're a completionist. No. But I enjoyed Sign it. Um, I, I'm a fan. Um, I know that you are going to post a review this week as well, right? Yes. So we had the Nintendo dads on a couple weeks ago. And I was talking about Mario with them. And I'm going to be talking about them because I'm going to be live on their podcast. If you want to listen to them too. Which is interesting to talk to that group. (laughs) Um, But Mario 3D World, Super Mario 3D World, came out on the Switch. And I wasn't going to use it as one of my 10 because I played it on the Wii U and I really enjoyed it. But my son has fallen in love with Mario. So we got it. And that game is so 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 good because i i talked about it in the review so when i think of mario i think there's like two prongs there's traditional mario like mario 1 to super mario mario brothers 2 doki, or doki doki panic uh 3 super mario world and then the mario brothers wii u deluxe series right the side scrolling jumping platform mm-hmm. and then you get to the mario 64 genre where it's this open world experience mario 64 sunshine galaxy 1 and 2 and odyssey right um did you you never played the Mario Brothers two on the NES? Did you? Um, yeah, I did. I, I did. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, Doki Doki, I played. I wasn't like in love with it as much as some other people were, right. but yeah, I played it. But you you know the the lore of Doki Doki Panic. It was this like different one off right. Mario game, right? In America, rebranded for the states. Yes, mm-hmm. to me, pre- because they they take the characters from Doki Doki with the same abilities and put it into a Mario game. But it's it's like this weird hybrid of the open world because the levels are somewhat open. Like they're no. When you say open, these are basically islands. Yeah, right? I free roaming. I think of it. It's still like a Mario level in that it's linear in that you have 
point A and you have to get to the flagpole at the end. Right? Like old school Mario's. But it's free roaming in that I can go left, I can go right, I can go up, I can go down. There's pipes. It takes me to exhibit A, exhibit B. And I've really enjoyed that. Um, it, it, the, the thing about that game is when you beat a level, a level can be one minute, a level could be three minutes. The levels are really tight. And there's 12 different worlds in the game. There's 82 levels. There's 82? Yeah. And then you're getting this Bowser's Fury game that came with it. And I described it as a... It's like a... Think of a big map of Mario Odyssey. Like the biggest map. Like the, the desert or New Donk, right? It was one of the really big city... The maps. Mm-hmm. And it has this water element where you're riding around on Plessy. Which is like a big Loch Ness dragon Yoshi. That's fast. And there's like a Kaiju Bowser that we talked about. And there's little level mechanics on it that you do. And I want more of that. I want a standalone game of that. But that's really like a nice, tight, six, ten hour experience that they're like, oh, here, we're just kind of... I'm, I'm curious if it's like something they're messing around with. There's all this homage to older Marios. And I, for those that love Doki Doki Panic, that love Mario 2 like I do, this is this predecessor to it because that free roaming is such a unique experience. Because you, myself, your wife and I, and my wife, could, we could all like have a game night and play and be messing around to see who gets to the flagpole first who gets the high score you know it's fun to play with friends online they nintendo's done everything right with this remaster and i know and i talk about this too in the article like nintendo gets a lot of flack for hey you're just reshipping wii u titles which is true but wii u only Mm -hmm. sold 13 million units okay the switch has sold 78 million I was doing the math on that. And the sad thing is this game was so good on Wii U. And I remember when I had it, I was like, man, I wish more people could play this. This game is a Mario masterpiece. Like, this is a true Mario game and evolution of, like, traditional Mario meets a little bit of the 3D element. And it blends it so well. I like, even though even though there's 82 in the 12 worlds and some of them are really hard. Uh, if you play Super Mario Land on the 3DS, which I know people liked, you know if you lost a level a lot, you could get the invincible flower or the leaf that made you like them. Mm-hmm. They have that in this, too. Right? Gotcha. So, it, it the game's so tight, though. They sped things... Not sped things up, but movement's tighter. Timing's time tighter. Everything they did in this remaster... Because that's what it is. It's a remaster. It's not a remake. It's a remaster. It's something that everybody on the Switch who owns the Switch needs to play. Like, I, I, it's a must-buy. I'm getting a 4.5. Because, again, I get the... Ha- from my experience, I could... I almost wanted to give it a 5. Right? Um, mm-hmm. I, but this is a game that's well worth the price... It's something that you can pick up and it's, you can play it, you can play a long session of it or you can play a short session of it. You know, do you ever feel that way with certain games where like, this is my, I have 20 minutes game. This is, I have three hours to do nothing game. You know what I mean? Like, how do I want to spend my time? This can be any of those. Hmm. And it is, it is a must own on the Switch in my mind. So I give it a high 4.5 hearts out of five. And I think it's something that everybody should buy. I've also been playing... I've been streaming. Um, I You have not come in and supported yeah, me on the stream. You're like, you're like an official streamer now. It's kind of cool. Well, when are you going to start streaming? That's the thing. You're the stream guy. I'm waiting for you. I'm like, all right, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm streaming a little bit here and there. You're waiting for your new Yeah, rig. I am. So I just ordered a new PC, and that will allow me to uh, get a little more streaming time in, hopefully, here and there, which is nice. Um, I have been streaming off and on. I'm going to try to get into a title that I intend to be streaming more. 
Uh, I think that Doom I tried to stream a couple of times, and that just, just wasn't, wasn't a good it. game. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. little too intense, it felt like. See, I'm not streaming anything from my... Well, it's technically not backlog, but it's not in the challenge. So uh, what I found was Fire Emblem. I don't know if you played the, some of the GBA ones. Originally, the only GBA Fire Emblem that came out first, there was Sacred Stones and then Blazing Blade. So Blazing Blade, it had Hector, Lin, and mm-hmm. Eliwood. The game that came before it, so that's a prequel to the game that came before yeah. it. Yeah. And the game that came before it was called Binding Blade and never made it to the States. So fans have finally made a translated patch ROM. I have a physical copy of the Japanese game. And so I'm doing this on the legal. You have to own a game to play the ROM. But I've been streaming that, and it's been an interesting stream. Uh, to say the least, I'm really bad at Fire Emblem. I, which I thought you were really good. I thought was that was your whole secret. I thought that was your superpower was Fire Emblem games. I'm good at Fire Emblem, but Fire Emblems have permadeath. They're the very original game with Nuzlocke Challenge rules as the standard rules. Mm-hmm. And usually what you do is like, oh, okay, I'm going to reset and start over this, this, this level, this chapter, right? And play the game and not kill all my units. I'm playing like, nope, I'm going through. If you die, if he dies, he dies. You know, Rocky Four. And uh, my body count, I'm on chapter 10. I've lost 12 units in 10 chapters. Oh, jeez. Is it, like, heartbreaking when you lose one? Well, it's always fun. I'm like, man, I really hope I don't lose this. And then they die. <laughs> like, it's usually one that you're like, oh, okay. Um, the worst, I have, like, the cavalry units. There's Lance and Alan. There's always a green and red cavalry unit thing in Original Fire Emblem. Those guys died. That one hurt. Uh, there's a guy, Sean was calling him Biff in the chat, his name Barth. He's a big warrior. He's like, yeah, I'm going to level him up. He's going to be really, and then he died like the next chapter. It's like, no. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of like going with the mindset. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to play this playthrough through. I'm not going to worry about min-maxing characters using this. I'm going to use who's good. And I made certain characters good. The first night of streaming, I'm just kind of doing the same. There's the, there's these arenas where you can level. And I lost a couple mm-hmm. to the arenas. And I lost, like, a really good character named Thaney. She's a Pegasus Knight. So hopefully there's another Pegasus Knight down the line. Uh, currently on the chapter I'm on, I'm probably going to stream after we get off of here uh, to finish that chapter. No, I have had no one die. And I've got two new units. Um, nice. I, I was making a joke and everybody in the chat. So there's these two Axe units. And I was making them be, like, woke bros. Like, hey. We need to think about their feelings, bro. When I do the dialogue, I do the voices. You know, I have voices for the characters. And the Wolf Bros died. Back to back. Oh, no. Back to <laughs> yeah. back? Back to back. Mm. And they went down with each other, you know? Now they're asleep, bros. They went to sleep. Because that's also... It's one of the first games that had character support conversations. If you have two units by each other long enough, they have... You unlock conversations, and it makes them stronger together. Uh, later In later versions, like, if you have... Mm. Certain characters, they can, because of the, the time travel loops and games, their kids from the future can come and join you. And then you can make these super hybrid kids based off their stats. Like, oh, I'm going to mix this person, this person, and this because their job class. It, you can, uh, it, uh, genetics, you know, genetic manipulation at its finest. Um, but I've been having fun. It's really fun That's when awesome. I die. Not really. It. I. I it, there's some. I'm gonna make a jump cut. <laughs> Not for you. At the but, end of yeah. all the death scenes and <laughs> just my reactions back to back. We could clip them. You could probably go find them on Twitch. We need them clipped. Um, but that's been cool. That's been cool. So I recommend streaming whatever you want. I'm. I'm curious. <laughs> whenever you want. Yeah. For sure. Well, I mean, now that I have put the final touches on Doom Eternal, yeah. I uh, I will be able to stream a little bit more. So I actually finished that game this week cool. um, a couple of days ago. Uh, it was pretty intense there at the end. 
Um, the difficulty curve on that game only continues to tick higher and higher as you make your way mm. through it. Um, and at the end, it's some seriously difficult first-person shooter action movements. Mm. Um, I was pretty impressed with how difficult it was it was almost a little too difficult for me in spots which i know get good i hear it no you but you put um, it on weenie hut junior mode right i did and i was still having troubles yeah yeah i mean you know still having difficulties here's the thing people we're adults we have jobs (laughs) we have kids i want to normalize people playing it on easier normal guides like whatever helps you beat a game and enjoy a game do you as long as it's not I think the only type of cheating is when you mod and you're playing competitively and you're like aimbots, things like that. That's not fun. Yeah. Right? That's just what I cheating. will say. And I kind of mentioned this in one of my earlier um, reviews or mini reviews of the game was that when I did crank down the difficulty from hard to, well, normal to easy or hard to normal, whatever you want to refer to that to as. To Winnie Hut Jr. No, we're calling to Winnie Hut Jr. Winnie. move. Um, <laughs> I found that it was less. It had less of a pull on me. The harder oh, really? difficulty was definitely a little bit more rewarding and really forced you to move your character around a little bit more intelligently. Once I kind of knocked down the difficulty, it became a little too easy at times, it felt like, yeah. or it didn't feel like it was as severe. Now, we still hit the, I still hit those bosses that were like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this? Um, but overall, I really enjoyed it. I see why many critics didn't put it in their top 10 list. Um, I can understand when you're comparing this game to Doom 2016, Doom 2016 was a lot more surprising and the direction they went in with Doom Eternal was a little bit more heady than maybe I appreciated. Um, You really had to play the game a certain way in order to get through it, which, you know, some people are going to like that, some aren't. Um, But overall, the movement's fantastic. It's a great game. Caution, um, this game's very violent. So, try not to play it with kiddos around. Well, it's rated mature, so... I mean, it is, but mature is just a letter, right? No, so it's not. Mean... You're that parent at GameStop <laughs> right now. Oh, I'm just buying my general Grand Theft Auto. It's fine. No, no, it's not, man. No, it's I mean, not a little fun. Grand Theft Auto goes a long way. You know what I mean? They learn how to yeah. drive. They learn the rules of the I, road. I just have a lot of fun with games, man. And I'm kind of gearing up for Monster Hunter. That releases today. Nice today as in the, when the podcast released on it's friday official so you are going to be burying your heads down in the monster hole is what i'm hearing yeah that's uh, that's not the first time i put my head in the monster <laughs> hole i'll tell you what uh watch out for the monster a crazy hole. time you um, have to pay the monster troll to get into this boy's soul. monster's hole oh okay i thought <laughs> we have a lot of different things going on L- little always sunny action for y'all out there I've never watched that, and I need to get into it because oh, I've like I've watched a handful of episodes, and they always make me laugh. So that's when I I'll put it on the put it on the TV backlog. That's our next podcast. We'll just do a what you watching backlog podcast. <laughs> um, so no, uh, yeah, I was talking to someone in the stream the, today about that, and their CK who came on the show the, a couple episodes back. He's getting in Monster Hunter. He asked if I was playing Rise. Uh, I got some people that I'm going to team up with, so I'm getting excited. Now I'm going to go nice. deep hunting monsters. You're getting ready to go. I mean, that that's yeah. news of the week. Monster Hunter is getting big today. It's getting big today. Yeah, everyone's going to be playing it. So yeah. I'll, I'll have more next week when I've spent my weekend with it. Um, well, are you going to start? Now, that, now that Super... Oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, before we move on, 
Uh, I'm hoping. I know you have your Monday date nights. I want those your game nights with your our other friends, uh, video game dates. Are you gonna start streaming those? That's what really needs to come on there. I want to see the Destiny raids. I want to see. Yeah, so uh, we've been playing Apex Legends recently, and mm. it's been More a that. couple of friends and I that have been doing a little bit of that. Man, that game is difficult, and I'm getting my butt kicked very consistently. So, well, do you yeah, think you're going to stream that so people can, people can talk trash to you in, in uh, Twitch? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we, we can set that up. I don't know if this computer will be able to handle it, but it's for the shop. Well, no, I'm, we're talking a couple weeks. Like, when you get the rig, yeah. we're, we're, so I guess some to pull back the curtain a little bit before we move, like, uh, we've been talking about wanting to do the show live. That's kind of the steps we're moving towards in the, the new year, some goals we have. Sheldon's going to stream certain nights. So we'll always be streaming the show live. If you didn't know, yeah. I'm going to let you guys know the secret. We actually record on Tuesday. This was not recorded Thursday or Friday. Uh, and so we we record on Tuesday. So if you want to watch us live, you can come watch us on our Twitch channel. Uh, starting in a couple weeks. We'll let you know the week before we go live. But that's going to be the big change for yeah, the next and, year. And I'm going to say it's probably six weeks out. Um, yeah. I keep checking on my order. It turns out microchips are really hard to get right now. And uh, they keep kicking oh, my order out, which is kind of rough. Yes, everyone. exactly. Got to mind that Bitcoin. Yeah. You know, it's all about Dogecoin, dude. The coin of the people. Oh, the Dogecoin. Oh, I see. The Doji. Yeah, for sure. You know what it's also about the people? What? Mario's about the people. Mario is going to die. That takes us to our big three news stories of the week. The big three news. The first one of which... Mario dies March 31st? Question mark? Question mark? Um, that was trending on Twitter. It's been trending. So the big thing is it's Mario's 35th anniversary. And there was a big release. There was the Mario Battle Royale game that isn't that great. That's going to be gone forever off the Switch. But the thing that everyone clamored for was the Mario 3D All-Stars. Because everyone thought we were going to get all these remastered versions of Mario. And they're not going to sell 3D All-Stars anymore. That's the collection of Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy. Um, and people are kind of freaking out. There's some other things in other coincidence going on. I, I'm curious if they're moving away from Mario to, because it's also Zelda's 35th and I think they want to give Zelda like the second half of the year. Hmm. That's just me personally. Um, were, were you interested in the 3D collection at all? I mean, I am, but not enough to like go out and like actually buy it. The, the thing that I think is interesting about this article and the fact that it's streaming is that nintendo is basically discontinuing a lot of these titles and they're not really good yeah. a good reason if any reason at all it's just like no 35th anniversary yeah. is over but the software is built like it's like why why discontinue it it doesn't make much sense at all i can tell you why because it's nintendo that's <laughs> right like it's what they do oh you want the mini classic nes guess what we're only making five you know what i mean like only 10 people in your town can have it yeah, um, it, it just seems a little bit like an eye roll to me. It's just like, come on, this is software. It's not like you have to go print new widgets. Like, you get it done, get it out, call it good. I think it's going to be one of two things. They'll either stick to their guns and they're not going to like, hey, you missed your chance, which is, I don't mind that too. I kind of like that scarcity. I think that's interesting. And I also think they could sell each game individually. Like, because personally, I Mario 64 is not aged well. I'm not interested. I played a lot of it as a kid. I'd be more interested in having Galaxy or Sun even Sunshine, which I know is sacrilegious for some people to hear. Some people really hate Sunshine. I don't think it's that bad. I think my son would 
mine would be blown with Galaxy. I think that's a game that it's that's probably the best 3D Mario in out there. Uh, yeah, it's up there. I mean, it's one of my favorite Marios for certain. I, I'm just kind of confused on why they would pull this back. Like, are they going to try to do the, the Disney Vault thing? Like, we they saw could. how that worked. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. now so every... then we're going to get... Wait, no, that works out perfectly. Nintendo Plus is going to come out and we can stream... Because they kind of already have that, right? Oh, what if that's it, Shelby? Oh, my God. Okay, so you, if you paid for the online service, you would know this. There's the You can get an app that gives you about 50, 60 different NES games. And then there's the SNES online app which gives you 40 SNES titles. I think what if the N64 app is coming and the GameCube app is coming and you just pay for Nintendo Online and you get the live. I mean, that that wouldn't surprise me. If they put it behind a paywall, yeah, that seems very Nintendo-ish. I think that would work. $20 for a year? Yeah. Okay, I'll take your library of games. Sure. <laughs> Got it. Done. They could move uh, it up to 40 But, but you would... Th- and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. But, you know, if they were going to go that way, you would hope that they would just tuck it into the subscription right away rather than taking it away and then having to turn around and say, okay, this is going to be included in in the sub-based product offering. I don't know. Mario, good luck to you. I'm sorry that you have to be brought to death. Yeah, but let's, let's give Zelda some shine. Like, what's the truth? You know? <laughs> um, speaking of shine. Yeah, for sure. Hey! Uh, I don't know where I was going back. Speaking of shine, PlayStation has got a shiny new toy, and they've released the VR controller models for the PS5. Yeah, so I'm excited that this thing is actually coming out, or at least a prototype is released. I know it's still a while until it'll be released, but basically they have released the pictures of the PS5 VR controller. Uh, it's black. It goes kind mm-hmm. of around your hand. It's very reminiscent of an Oculus Rift controller is the first thing that I that came to mind Kinda. for me. Except for it goes around your entire wrist rather than just um, your thumb. And I, I'm trying to remember the Oculus Rift controller. I feel like the fingers are more open in this PlayStation 1 than Oculus or looks a little thinner. I don't know. I, I got um, to use an Oculus over the winter break or like a oh, while okay. back. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is really cool. Uh I've always heard PlayStation VR on the D, the down low is much better than the Oculus. Like, you just something about it. I don't. Th- I, I don't imagine that's the case. I think, but it, but I think it really depends on what your console is. Like, if you have a gaming PC, it's going to outshine the PS5. Like, maybe they have some exclusives that are pretty good, but yeah. I I don't see the Oculus uh, outshining the PS. But who knows? You mean the PS outshining the Oculus? Correct. I, here, I think the PlayStation is more accessible. That's what I, I mean by it, in that more people, it's... I would agree. The setup's like, oh, I just need a PS5 and this, and I can try VR versus I need to do this, this, and this, and this with Oculus, and you don't have to have a Facebook to use a PS5. <laughs> but I mean, everyone already has a Facebook, or just use your dad's, it's cool. Yeah, there you go. Use your dad's, yes. <laughs> I'm happy to see that they're far enough down the road to where, hey, these are the controllers we're, we're going to be putting out. Also far down the road... Is PS2 game preservation is far down. That's a way, way back. If you didn't know... Way, PS, way back. PS2 is the highest selling video game system of all time. What? Yeah, it's number one. If you look at the sales, I, I know that. I've done it before. And Nintendo DS is followed by it, and then the Game Boy Color. Uh, now, the PS2, I everyone I know in my childhood had one. Um, it... it Game preservation is important to me. I enjoy playing ROMs and emulators. 
I was obsessed with Brahms uh, from junior middle school and high school. Back in like the late 90s, I was putting SNES emulators and ROMs on my computers. And my dad would always be like, well, how did you do He And my dad had a computer science degree. He's like, you did this. And I was like, yeah, I just downloaded it. I figured it out. It was a zip file. I, like, I told him the whole process. So, And I think it's important for preservation of games. Uh, the, the story, which was released on uh, Kotaku, is that a group released over 700 PS2 prototypes and unreleased demos for game preservation. And I, th- uh, it's, uh, who's the group? Let me look at the name. Um, like some of the things, uh, the hidden palace the is hidden the palace. preservation, which is awesome mm. name, right? Sounds like a club I want to be a part of. Be part of the hidden palace. Do you have the white Lotus coin? It sounds like an avatar, you know, when they have the white Lotus coin, <laughs> um, but they have games for demos for games that were never released. And I, I think game preservation as we move into this digital dystopia of games where they're not going to be physical games, uh, is very important. And having your files is very important. And I, I think people should get to play all these old projects. Like, the back to the mini, the mini SNES, right? The SNES Classic. You know, they finally released Star Fox 2, which never came out on that mm-hmm. SNES Classic. Which was like, oh, I, I want to play that. That's why I got one. That was the thing that interested me the most. I was like, okay. Um, how are you, what do you um, think? You know, this is cool. You know, releasing over 700 PS2 prototypes. Uh, sure, why not? Like, send them out into the wild. Um, unreleased demos, if people can get their hands on them and they're collectors. I think this is a good get. Uh, I think game preservation is obviously important uh, based on what we see before us. But I think media ownership in general is in question right now. Whether it be movies, shows, or video games. Um, good on you. Keep, keep it going. Right. And I mean, like, there are demos for games like Crash Bandicoot, Wrath of Cortex, Lego Star Wars, the video game Crazy Taxi, Final Fantasy X2, games like that. Um, all of these, uh, this is the thing that I thought was interesting. Um, the hidden panels on the internet actively to properly catalog and upload these files, all total. What would you think PlayStation 2 data wise? How much would that be? How big would that file be? No idea. 850 gigs. Oh, that's not bad, though, for that many titles. That's less than a terabyte. Yeah, yeah. I think if you told me when I was 16, I'd be like, oh, my God, that's insane. That would take years to download with my dial-up internet. That So, good on you. Good for game preservation. Yeah, for keep sure. I, I think preservation is important, and hopefully we can keep our hands on a lot of these titles. I know, like, when the Flash player went away, everybody was kind of worried about, you know, where that stuff continues to live. Um, I just hope that we can hold yeah. on to those games in some capacity. And I know that's not easy, especially when it's a business that is in business for business. You know, give me your old games. No, what if I want to do something with those? So What what happened to Homestar Runner? That's what I need to know. I don't oh. know. I, I don't know. There's a couple of memes that always kind of like go through my head from back in the day, like before they were memes. Right. And um, I feel very old because I feel like I'm the only one in the room that actually knows what I'm talking about at that point. Well, like I, I'm saying to some people, like, All right, what is Homestar Runner? That's like a, I don't want to say fringe, but that's a very... 2000 early 2000s <laughs> internet thing you know what i mean like oh yeah homestar that was like e-bombs world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dig.com yeah i remember the 55 55 strong bad <laughs> strong bad is the best uh yeah and then what was the one with the end of the world you remember the end of the world me uh video oh yes yes Look, yes there's some here's the world oh. yeah i they, it's probably all on youtube Right, like someone just was be. like, "All right, here we go." Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole later and start watching. 
Tom started running videos on YouTube. Oh, man. Uh, that's... Oh, the good old days. I think, like, they're not crazy inappropriate either. I'm curious if I showed it to my five-year-old. If I can, even. I gotta maybe go view I them. mean, maybe some of those titles. I can remember stuff from that same area that was not G-rated that we definitely looked at. Um, but yeah. I mean, the internet was yeah. new back then. It was weird. You'd find these like homebrew websites that looked like garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was a different time. Uh, GeoCities, <laughs> GeoCities, remember GeoCities? Or, uh, yeah. If, if someone's like, oh, here's my website. Like, and they're like, oh, you have a business? Oh, which one? And then it's like GeoCities. Nope. <laughs> not taking you serious. <laughs> all right. Cool, dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Well, cool. Well, I mean, it has been a year, Casey Cool. I mean, one whole year we have been mm-hmm. doing this, and we're not stopping anytime soon, it doesn't feel like. I know that we are... Actually, this was our last episode. Okay. I don't... I... Did you not get the memo? Pour one out, gang. If you're, drink... if you're drinking them, smoke them if you got them. No, it's... Uh, it's... I know. We were talking about getting Swifty on here, but we were like, oh, it's a Tuesday. I know. You know, I'm old when I was like, I could have a beer or I could have a kombucha. Hmm... Dude, kombu- I can go drink a kombucha right now. I got one in my fridge. I love me I'm some kombucha. I don't even care. Is it overpriced? Yeah. Is it fermented oh water? Of course. I don't care. I still enjoy it. It's fermented tea, but that's tea with water. You're right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. It's a probiotic. I, I understand. You're good. trying it's to church tea. up the kombucha, people. I get it, for sure. I get it. Sponsor me. Sponsor I, I drink them religiously. <laughs> no, it's been a year. So, like, we talked about it kind of at the beginning of the show so looking back like what are some of your favorite moments do you have any favorite moments from this year um favorite moments i mean a lot of favorite moments we've we've interviewed some pretty cool guests uh you know there's some people that that i follow personally that we got to talk to in person which is well virtually of course which i really (laughs) thought was neat um being able to kind of articulate your thoughts on a certain game has been very rewarding for me and I think yeah. that some of those experiences, like actually having a platform to speak to why I think they're good or why I think they're trash, is uh, is nice. I, I, I really enjoy I, I enjoy the challenge, too, mm-hmm. of like, well, why do you feel this way? Because sometimes we'll get into a debate about, like, at least in the Discord, too. Like, well, I just, like, I, certain companies have burnt me, right? So I'm, like, I'm very, like, hard on it. I've enjoyed those mm-hmm. conversations. The guests have been wild to me because it's just like, hey, do you want to come talk to me and my random friend about this video game? We're trying to start a thing. And I'm always, when someone says yes, I'm always like, wow, I'm shocked. It, like, I'm, I look at things. And sometimes <laughs> we get a little big time and sometimes some people say yes and then it doesn't follow through. So, you know, it's on my end, I have to go back after them. But I also like, I think it's been a example to me of it. If you try, there's not no shame in trying, right? That was the other thing too. I look back at this. I mm-hmm. remember when I started this podcast with you. I always told you I want to do it, and I don't want to look back in my life saying I should have done it. And sometimes I'll be working on something. I'm like, man, I wish we did this ten years ago. We'd have we'd be in such a but it, it, I wasn't ready ten years ago. I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have this. I didn't have the signs. Like I think how, how do you remember? I guess that's curious. What is your recollection of how we started this podcast? How did that conversation begin in your mind? Um, you know, we started it right when COVID hit is is what I remember. And, you know, I was at a place where my career was basically annihilated. Like I didn't have anywhere to go. I didn't have anything to do. You know, I basically had the next three months solidly booked when COVID hit and it was all just gone overnight. 
So part of my thing was that we were had been talking about a podcast and now I have no excuse. Like I'm not too busy. Mm -hmm. I don't have, you know, work keeping me up late at night. Now, you know, work stresses have changes for me personally, but I, I had one of those moments or those epiphanies where it's just like, well, if you're going to do it, do yeah. it. Just, just jump in. Like if you're going to take the leap, take the leap. I think we needed each other too, though, is the other thing in, in a way, because yeah. I, I'm not going to stand here and wax poetic by myself and talk like a crazy person. <laughs> I could probably be really weird. And, and I, I like talking to you. We've always stayed close. Like, you know, we met when we were young men in college and I was always like, oh man, I'm going to stay close. It's interesting who you stay close with and take, like you've always been a friend that if I didn't talk to you for like a couple months, it's still be like, oh, hey, pick up, you know, like it's just normal. Like, oh, he's my, he's my buddy yeah. forever. You know, like it's just there. So I've appreciated yeah. the time I've gotten to spend with you. I don't want to get too sappy. Some of my favorite moments too, like something that cracks me up, like when we had Parker Sims on and he was talking about my son and the creep, me in the basement drawing in this creepy, I was like, this is just weird. Like not him being weird, but it's like, I'm having a conversation with the guy <laughs> that, you know, is a beloved cartoonist. That's interesting. Dude. Yeah. And and I would say one of my favorite moments was when. Oh, my God. Of him. I, I mean, I think it's public yeah. knowledge now. But I mean, with that, I mean, this parking that interview was huge. Like, this is your favorite show. This is your kid's favorite show. You're. You're walking around like, yeah, I got an I got an interview with the creator of this game, and then we missed the recording. Oh, it was like mm -hmm. one of those, and I took time off of work to do it, right? So like, it all comes to pass, and then that phone call of just no, like, no, no, Dude. we recorded, we did record his audio, Parker didn't, and then like... the, the other caveat to that whole thing is, as I'm calling you, you hear the flap, flap, and you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm hitting. My punching bag. I was I was beside myself. I also remember when we had a different friend on, and he's been on one time after, and he didn't record any of his audio. This happened twice, and he thought he was recording the whole time, and I had to edit a whole show around <laughs> that person's voice not being in there and taking him out, right? Like, uh, okay, yeah. And that was like, you listen to it, you're like, it worked a couple times because we know. I'm like, wait, if you didn't know, <laughs> that's been interesting. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been pretty funny. I, I've also found it very interesting to get other people's perspective on games that I know well, mm -hmm. you know, like trying to understand like why people like yeah. the games they like and trying to figure out what what draws people to certain games. Like you play games that I would sure. never even yes. attempt to play. And I'm sure that there's some games that I play that you feel the same way about. And, you know. Yeah, like Doom. Oh, too scary. Dude. So good. So good. It's so good. I don't like so to be good. scared. I don't like scary stuff. No, I think it's a bit yin and yang there. I, I agree with you too. I think also the conversation of uh, how to criticize games and mm -hmm. be fair to a game. Because I think a game's a lot differently. I think about the people that made them. I think about the people that put all this time in it. And like, how do you tell someone – I think everybody – you know, I always, like, look at reviewers and how they get hated on the internet. And, uh, you know, if someone wants to hate me for my views on a video game, hilarious to me because it's 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 – that's, like, your opinion, man. Like, I go back to the dude, you know. Like, I don't – what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, it's very – it's all – it's all – um, what's the word I'm looking for? It really is all your opinion, but it's your experiences. It's your – it's your – point of view mm -hmm. it, it doesn't 
when you don't like a game, it should. If someone doesn't like your game that you love, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people can like different things. I think that's been the other thing too, because I watch that more, and I think it's like the state of the world how people, if they don't get along, they're mortal enemies. And I like when people argue over a video game. It's like I'm still gonna hang out with them. I just don't think that game's good. Like I'm not gonna play that with them. We Dude, can do something else. That is so first world problems too. Like I'm gonna get upset right. at the internet. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh my sure. god. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I know yeah, where do you live? <laughs> I know you need that's a wedgie. Been your biggest complaint is just like the internet being stupid. And the internet's always going to be stupid hey, to some extent. Oh but the internet's also pretty clever. Like, is Mario dying well, sure. at the end of the month? Like, yeah. there's there's been some fun times. The internet is undefeated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it always wins. There's that comedian, that Ronnie Chang. Who would have thought all the knowledge in the world would make people so stupid? You know, like that's always my thought with it. When I see the video game critiques, when people go out, there's just a lot of people that suck. But there's a lot of people that are cool. And I like seeing com- different gaming communities. You know, like things that used to bother me. I'm like, eh, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I'm like, it doesn't really matter to me. Like, oh, you're enjoying that thing? That's cool. Good for you. You're hurting someone? No. All right, cool. You know, like, g- good on you. Let it go, dude. Let it enjoy yourself. Um. Yeah, I'm curious for the next year what the next year's going to bring. You know, mm-hmm. the Twitch stuff will be interesting. Just moving to that and going live. And I'm really excited about that. Like once I get my rig set up and I and it's easier for me, I think that I'm really going to enjoy that process because I play a lot of games and being able to carve out some time to you know put them on the internet will be yeah, cool. Yeah, and I think. It's interesting, too, because you, you and I talked, and I was like, man, sometimes I feel like I have to be on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just got to talk to myself the whole time. And I love it when chat people talk in chat. But, you know, it's going to be the same thing. Like, I, I want us to set our expectation not incredibly low, but just just right, because, you know, we're still... Yeah, and I guess, like, expectation and something I've learned in this process is you have to find your own joy, right? And if your own joy yeah. is something where you're talking about video games with buddies, then live your live your joy, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And I think that's what this is about. You know, I have always kept a list of games that I want to go back to and beat, and that has always right. been the case. It goes back it's to been that. there for five years, ten years. I mean, I have lists from 10 years ago where I would listen to the game of the year and, and put them down on a spreadsheet. I still have those lists. Um, I know. You're a crazy person. I am a crazy person. Right. I'm aware. this is ingrained in me. I can't stop this. This this is where I exist. Yeah. I fully get it. And I think it, really this was ultimately a scheme for our wives to let us play more video games. Because we were like, hey, we're going to do this <laughs> thing. Uh, we need to play the game so we can talk about it. You know? And... Yeah, and I've enjoyed that, because uh, my recollection of the show was I came over to your house for a party, and I saw you had a mic, and I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, I've been thinking about recording, and I was like, and that was like, I took that as the sign, like, okay, I'm gonna, hey, say, I want to do a podcast, I want you to be a part of it, let's do it together, I can do the technical stuff, I just need you to come and talk to me every week, and you're like, okay. Which is yeah, crazy because right. I totally just bought that on a whim. It was like on yeah. sale one day. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm going to buy this because why not? And sure enough, that, that started it all. In fact, that microphone broke. Pour one out for that one as well. But uh, yeah. You should do something pretty... to that though. It's the, be- it's the beginning. But it's very serendipitous. Oh, I think that went to the big dumpster in the ocean. Oh, the uh, ocean? You horrible man. <laughs> Isn't that where the trash goes? No, it goes. Yes, probably. Eventually. Sadly. Kills the turtles. <laughs> Uh, but it's all serendipitous in that, like, oh, I bought this on a whim for this. I, I it was meant to be. It was meant to be. 
Yeah, man. I appreciate you, dude. Thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Yeah, and thank thank you for being on the journey with us. Mm -hmm. And thanks to all those guests out there. I know Spulio, Sean Poole was um, planning on being on this, but he uh, he had something come up, and he's obviously a huge part of what we're doing here. Chappie, yeah, as well. he's been Chappie and Sean has been mm -hmm. very helpful in the process with his knowledge, and you know he and I have a close you know, like he's one of my best friends. Yeah, uh, I've known him forever, and I love the guy. He's my brother, my kid's yeah. calm uncle. And, and to and, those uh, out there in the chat and the Discord too, you yeah. know, Doctor yeah, Z, Doctor Z, yeah, dude, I I love that guy. Haste, and I, will, I mean, haste, blown it up. Haste has yeah. been been such a uh, welcome, and I, if, if whenever he comes in and like he looks, I'm like, oh man, maybe this thing's working. You know, I really appreciate him. I appreciate anybody that comes in the voice. Uh, and listen, we had someone join Papa Van Winkle join, and he like messaged me on Instagram sometimes. He's a cool dude, and I, I hope we continue to grow. And let's let's, let's keep do the good it. Times keep coming. the good times rolling. Happy birthday, underpowered podcast. We did it. That's the title. Happy birthday, underpowered. Happy I think there birthday. Was if you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels. Those are in the attached description below. Our website is underpoweredmedia.com. There is a review going up this week for Mario. Review going up maybe next week for Assassin's Creed. I'm going to get a Doom review out there as well, so check those out. You can check us out on Twitch. Underpowered TV is our handle. Our Discord, we're chatting it up. We just mentioned a lot of you. Love you. Chat. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. And feel free to leave us a review. Five stars, please. That is a wrap for this week. We are out. Play your game.